What is up? Welcome to the Sunday Night Wrap-Up Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Picklebet. If you love a punt, head over to picklebet.com, head over to our Instagram bio. There's a link there to sign up and that helps us out a lot. If you want to help the show, help us, help them, help you. Over 18, gamble responsibly. Tom Get ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Teamless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak-gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get ready for the best super coach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Tom Saxon. Hello, KFC Supercoaches. It is round four and the teams are in huge panel this week. We've got Brandon Savage from the Supercoach Experience and Rob Sutherland, a regular, regular, regular guest. But Brandon, we'll go to you first, mate. Um, your team is absolutely flying this year. It's going all right. Scored 1,140 on the weekend with the captain of Cameron Murray, uh, yeah. Nick Meaney and Lockie Miller in my side doing well. And I started with Payne Haas as well. So I've got a few things right. I feel like this week should be a moving week, but um, there's a lot of value out there. Speaking of getting things right, your team's chugging along pretty well as well. It's doing okay, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I ever aim for these days. Yes. Just not <laughs> Just to completely embarrass yeah. myself. That's my goal. Yeah. yeah, well, I am currently embarrassing myself. I'm blaming all the injuries, 50,000th, but uh, I'm very happy with my team. We're going to make a comeback at some stage. I said that the teams are in. We're going to run through the winners, the losers, buy, hold, sell. First up, the winners. We really need to chat about Adam Dewey and Brandon Wakeham. There's a big reshuffle at the Tigers with Dewey going to fullback, Wakeham coming in in the halves. He's got the number six on his back, but the talk is that he'll actually run the team and Luke Brooks can um, just play as a, a running half uh, and not have to worry about organising the side. We'll talk about Dewey first. Does this benefit him at fullback? He can play both sides. Fullback's the, you know, I guess the favoured position generally in Supercoach as well. I think it hinders him, actually. Yeah. Um, there's a name in number 14 on the bench there, Dame Laurie. And we saw the rotation on the weekend, what happened there. Who misses out and doesn't play 80 minutes this time? Yeah. It was David Nofaluma last week. Could it be Dewey this week? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point there. Look, I own Dewey, and I'm sl- at the start of the week I said there was no way I was going to sell him. But overhearing a few things in the office today about his foot and what might be going on there with the injury... I'm slowly leaning towards selling Dewey, uh, given that 5 is a tough position. My backup there is Isaiah Katoa, who is also in doubt this week. Yeah, look, the positional swap I'm okay with if it wasn't for Laurie. Like, on the surface, if he was just going fullback, I'm like, I like it. He can go both sides. It'll work all right. But the foot is potentially worse than we sort of know. And, yeah, I, I do worry that they've got Staines and they've got Laurie. They've got a lot of fullbacks and only mm. one, one jersey to give out. So I'm probably going to go... I'm tossing up Dylan Brown or Munster. Brown seems a smart option, but I think Munster could score about 350 this week against the Tigers down in Melbourne after, I'm assuming, Bellyache just, like, beat the living yes. pants <laughs> off them. Um, so, yeah, I'll be trading. I don't know who to. Yeah, I quite like Munster, um, but Dylan Brown is flying under the radar. I know the Eels aren't going too well, but Dylan Brown is absolutely killing it for them. 
Onto the second guy in this equation, Brandon Wakeham, 230-odd K, 50-odd points in 28 minutes on the weekend. They looked like a completely different team when he came on the park. So he could be a real cheapie for next week. You could be going someone like Braden Trindle down to Wakeham uh, or Isaiah Katoa even out for Wakeham. Yeah, I like it, but there's a lot of cheapies on the surface and with that rotation... Who's what's to say he's gone next week? So I think it's a wait and see, see what he scores this week, and then yep. reassess next week. Thoughts on Wakem? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be hopping into him early, but I also like his dual position and really cheap. Mm. So um, you know, Trindle is will probably have peaked in price. Trindle's named on the bench for for the Sharks. He's got like a minus forty be. Yeah. So I'll hold him and so hope he gets twenty thirty points, makes me another fifty k, and then move him on. Yep, and of course you've got Josh Schuster in the halves as a cheapie for next year, uh, for next week rather. So he could be an option there or in the back row. Moving on to Munster, he has been named. I think he is a winner. He's definitely on my radar as a trade from Dewey this week. Your thoughts on Munster this year? The 5'8 position seems like it's quite thin at the moment. So I think jumping on Munster earlier rather than later will be a good move, especially leading into Origin. I'm already on the books as being a fan. Um, even the Cameron Munster that's drinking again is still a good Cameron <laughs> Munster. So, yeah, I like it. Send through your questions, guys. I've got YouTube open for the first time. I didn't have it open for the previous shows, but I've got it here and also on Facebook Live as well. Now, the first question on YouTube is, I wonder if they're going to read YouTube messages this week <laughs> or just get stuck into Facebook. I'm definitely on YouTube. Um it's, but there's no real questions in there. People are just uh, uh, saying, are we going to answer questions on there? Yes, we will, if you send an actual question. In terms of Facebook, we've got what happened with Braden Williami. Rob, you're over this. You own, you own him, don't you? Yeah, he has calf. a calf injury. Yeah, he did yeah. his calf um, and still hasn't come up this week. So, you know, if you hold him, if you have him, I'd hold him. His dual position is kind of handy. Um you know, if, if I was going to buy a second row forward centre wing, I'd be buying um, uh, Cheekham from South, so even though he's made the chunk, like 30 40% of his cash. But Willie Army's not a write-off just yet. Paul is asking, is Cotter injured and is he a trade? Yeah, two to four weeks for him with a knee meniscus issue. Um, was, I think he was a trade, even if he wasn't. Those minutes okay. were declining every, every week. Uh, Harrison saying, Sanctus Paradise is looking for a new coach after a dreadful start to the season. It's fair enough. I'll cop that. Um, and some questions about Payne Haas. Is he a must-have? I've owned him from the start of the season. I'm pretty happy. He's probably not. There might be more pressing trades this week, given his break-even, I think, is 50-odd. But I still think he's a must-have at some stage. He is pretty good, and I'm happy as an owner. But Joe Tarpany and Tohu Harris played the first buy, and I think yeah. there's going to be a point soon where we're going to have to start thinking about that. And I think they're warming into the season, whereas Payne Haas, he gives it his all straight away. And I think he is someone who possibly fall off before Origin. Origin. Uh, I think, you know, I think Tarpane is, is, is the smoke. He's really yeah. heating it. You, you, know, you look at him play and you watch his minutes and Papali will be back, which yeah. you could think hurts Tarpane, but it actually helps him because it takes the focus. Has to, you can't be all focused on one guy, right? Yeah. They've now got two big boppers coming at you. Um, Gilbert's another one, like a mm. cut-price tohu. His, uh, his base has been really good. I was all in on him in the preseason, and then he had a crappy trial, and mm. I went off him, and I wish I hadn't because he's played really well. I'm on YouTube now, guys, so get your questions in on there too. Plenty coming in. Teddy, first of all, is Teddy a sell? What do we reckon? 
I didn't start with him, but my plan is to buy him next week. Yep. I think he always starts slow, and then he yep. everyone it happens every year. People sell him. He's the most sold this week. Next week, he's going to come out with a ton. I'm yep. selling him this week to yep. get Garrick with the plan that next week, when Karaz has peaked, I turn him into Teddy. Right. And then the next part of this question is, sell Teddy to Garrick or Walsh. So Walsh is really popular this week. Garrick's the guy's just sneaking under the radar that a lot of people aren't it's getting. It's a lot more money. When him, Schuster... Yeah. Turbo and Garrick, that combination just looks dynamite. Garrick's so safe. That's the mm. difference between Garrick and Walsh. Like, Walsh yeah. has got 90 and 105, but uh, we've talked about it. The, 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 10 minutes to go, Walsh was on 38 or something, and he ends up finishing on 100. Like, he you know, scores two tries, and it was a great game, but mm. almost wasn't, and that's what Walsh will do. He'll, he'll give you those bad games. Ruben Garrick, just metronomic. I think Walsh is the short-term option. Garrick yeah. is the long-term option. Yeah, I mean, Walsh has got three... Four really quite like quite good matchups coming up, and then uh, you know could make a fair bit of money over that time, and then you'd be selling. I don't think he's a keeper. Moving on to the next winners, Jermaine Hopgood and Bryce Cartwright. Big news on those guys in that they've retained their spots, even with Madison back. Madison goes to an edge, Hopgood retains that lock spot, and Cartwright stays on the edge. So Cartwright flying under the radar as one of the uh, cheapies of the year, even though he's only owned by about 13, 14 percent. And one of them, one of their owners is not me, unfortunately. Not you? No. I own him. Do you own him? Cardi? Yeah. Nah. Nah. I couldn't do it. Oh, I've played him the last two weeks and love and life. Yeah, love and life on the Cardi party. His base has yeah, been 80 impressive. minutes yeah. and he's got some attack in him as well. The guy who is the loser there, unfortunately, is Matt Dury, who is carrying a knee injury and is in a bit of doubt. He's also on the bench too. So I think he probably is a sell if you own him. Winners are the Panthers, and we've got our resident Panthers fan here today. Mainly. Oh, I thought you were a Panthers fan. I'm from Penrith, but... I thought, yeah. don't, don't, you leave, don't you leave like a stone throw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but stadium, but, you know, uh, I don't no. go for Penrith. Oh, fair enough. It's an awkward moment. Cleary, <laughs> Cleary Taruba, all, these, all the Panthers are winners this week, given that they're off, coming off the bye. Nathan Cleary is a popular sell. Would you be selling him? No. There's not much upside going around at the moment with the likes of Hines just coming back and Teddy on the buy, so he's definitely a vice captain slash captain option this week. Hundred percent. You talk mm. about you know five eighths being a thin position, halfbacks a thin position. Yeah. Really, it's 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 Cleary and Nico, and and uh, you know DCE's got some merits and there's you know, a couple of others, but A Ray will have some good games. But honestly, the quicker you get to DCE and Nico and the mm. you know Munster and, and probably D Brown and your five eighths just. Lock it in, move away. Mm. Speaking of Nico, he's next on our list. He's back from that calf injury. I want to have a look and see how he goes, given that that injury was a lot more serious than they first led on. They've also got a buy coming up in two weeks, so I think you, you get on him after that buy. Have a look first. You either buy this week or you wait. You only have two options. Right? Yeah. Dragons and Warriors, I think, are the next game for him. Yeah. So two good games, but I'm waiting. I, yeah. yeah, I'm waiting as well. What are our plans with Isaiah Katoa, guys? He missed training today. He's got an elbow injury. Uh, he's still a chance of playing. Milford's on standby. Um, obviously, you're not going to play him in your 17 this week, but what are your plans? When are you going to offload him? I think he's someone you've probably got to offload in a couple of weeks at latest, uh, whether that's this week to a Schuster or next week to a Schuster. Uh, I don't know, but, yeah, I think that's a high upside position that you can't keep vacated by him for a long time. Yep. Yeah, next week to Schuster for me. Mm. Or Wakeham if Wakeham brains it. And Jackson Ford, 
returns from concussion in the starting team, which is good. You, did you hold him through that concussion? Yeah. 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 I sold him, but I'm pretty happy getting the quick cash. Ford's going to get a bit of slow cash now after that four um, in his rolling average. And CNK, who was a very popular cheapie, he has been named to return from concussion at fullback. So good news on both those Warriors cheapies. Yeah, I, I think CNK is a play every week. Uh, he was super impressive in round one and, you know, he just wiped round two off and, yeah. Moving on to the losers from the teams. We mentioned it before, but Ruben Cotter out for two to four weeks. He was a sell already, but he's a definite sell now. Also on the losers list is basically every single Roosters player, except for maybe James Tedesco. Maybe we're winners. Egan you Butcher. Know, they, they won. Like, you know, we should celebrate the victories. Don't just bag them because they go on a buy. Egan Butcher is a sell, though. Yeah, Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. What about Sam Walker? It's probably not as clear-cut. Well, as we talked, like, there's not a lot in the halves. I, mm. You could get around holding Walker, I think, and, and waiting to you know, turn him into Hines. Yeah, that would be my thought if I had him. Wade Egan. So the most popular purchase last week, and as always seems to happen with Supercoach, the most popular player from the week before gets injured as soon as they take the field, and that's what happened with Wade Egan. He is out. Now, I'm still trying to work out whether he's actually got the 11-day stand-down policy or whether he's just a regular garden-variety concussion. Uh, Not quite sure what's happening there, but in any case, he is out this week. I think he's made his money, though. He's made 90K, and you can probably cash him in for Harry Grant if you want. Yeah, the tries aren't going to keep up. He's been a try-scoring machine. I think he can keep it up to some extent, but... um yeah, you're getting him in for the money, and if you don't have Harry Grant, it's this week's the week. If I didn't have Harry Grant, I'd turn him into him. Mm. But if I did have Harry Grant, I'd probably hold mm. him. I mean, there's more money to be made. He got, I think he got one try last week, got knocked out. He almost got another try. And got, I think he got one try last week, got knocked out. He almost got another try in the, in the game. He was just short. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'd definitely be holding if, if I had Grant. Moving on to the buy list, we're going to delve a bit deeper into Reese Walsh. So he is the most popular purchase this week. There's a lot of there's a lot to like about him. He's going to go up by almost 100k. He's averaging 100 points per game. He's looking good. The Broncos are looking good. The biggest issue I have with him, though, is that he scored. Well, here he is getting over, and he's he's just got the most arrogant try celebrations too, which is which is a bit of a turn off for me. Uh, the issue that I have with him is that you'd probably have to sell James Tedesco to get him in. Plus, the base isn't there. Plus, he was on 35 until 10 minutes to go against the Dragons, and then the Dragons just completely fell apart. So, look, I don't know what I'm going to do with Reese Walsh. I'm going to be tossing it up right till that lockout, but I think I might pass at this stage. I think depends on how Kafusi goes in the judiciary tonight. I think yeah. he's a massive part of the Dolphins' defence. Yeah. If he... Plays this week, Walsh is out for me. Uh, if he doesn't play, I'll be considering Walsh heavily. Um, mine's a slightly different take. Walsh has really good eyes. Like, they're very attractive. <laughs> uh, so when you say he obliterates the eye test, the man has sort of mesmeric eyes. You know, you can you can just lose yourself in them. So I, that's a reason to have him in the team, so I could have a look at his picture and just be like, yes. So, you, so you're selling the guy that you think has the best bum in the yes. NRL yeah. for the guy with the best eyes in the NRL? Correct. But I'm not doing that. I'm getting Ruben Garrick, who's got like that sort of raw, chiseledy look, you know, and he's got that little <laughs> scar, and sometimes the imperfection brings out the perfection, mm. right? Yeah. I could come back to Supercoach, or we could just keep going on this. I, I don't know what you prefer. Um, I'm not getting him. It's, it's that... I'd prefer to get Garrick and then get Teddy back later. 
Schuster, is anyone jumping the gun and getting him this week? Obviously, the safe option is to wait until next week. He was, um, there were a few nervous moments on the weekend. He was running around with cramps, and <laughs> he's, I know he got about 60 points with three try assists and a try contribution, mm. but the base was poor. There was only nine points in base. So there are some worries there. For me, I'm going to wait until next week, but equally, if you, here he is setting up Turbo for a try. Equally, if you have to get him in this week to get someone like Harry Grant or Turbo or whoever it is, then I'm not against it either. His position is locked down as a cheapie, so it's a no-brainer, but I think he's going to get a lot more try contributions this year than he does try assists. Yeah. I think that's his role this year, so I wouldn't expect massive things from him. I wouldn't be starting him at 5'8", but he's he's wonders for Tom Trebojevic. And, and his calf is, is all together, then he's in the team, but I'm going to wait if I can. Speaking of Tommy Turbo, this is the week to move. His price will go up by almost 100k. I think he's a must-have. Does everyone have him? Yep. yep, just lock it in. Preston, I think, an absolute must-have as well. It went up by 100k already, and if somehow you missed out on Jacob Preston, you do have to get on this week. One guy who's a bit more controversial is Tyrell Sloan. Now, I actually think he's the cheapy of the week in that he will actually go up in price after this round. I think Schuster's a better option, but you'll have to wait another week for his price to go up. He scored three tries in his opening two games, including this one against the Bronx. The base is not good. He does rely on attacking stats. He's not a must-have cheapie by any means, but I think he is the best cheapie this week. He looks happy, so I think yeah. that's that's the main thing. Yep. Nine or ten runs a game is is not great. Um, it's, uh, and and he could score a couple of tries and make you 60K, or he could not score in the next two games consecutively and make you 25K, and you sit there going, oh, I missed this one. I'm going to have to pass, I think. Heaps of questions coming through on YouTube, guys. I'm going to get to them now. Is Sam Walker a sell? He's the third most sold player. I can get around selling him this week. Um, we'll go to Facebook. Who would you trade for Egan from the Warriors? I think you just have to go to Harry Grant or Damian Cook. Not really think of anyone to get to Grant. I'm like, no. If, if, <laughs> if you've got any other player, maybe you'd sell him to get to Grant. And really tough games, he's yeah. averaging. Like, last was to, to get up for that game after yeah. a, you know, the incident in Penrith as well. Um, so I would think this week is a good week for Latrell. I wouldn't sell Latrell because he's that kind of guy you sell him thinking, oh, 65 is not enough, and he bangs out 150. Mm. Just find a different way to get to two. You've got two slots. The other one has to be one you could move on. That's it. Uh, thoughts on Gamble as a Gamble? Uh, I do enjoy watching him play. He's, oh. just, he's just a rogue unit. He, he just loves it. He must be so annoying to play against, but I'm not considering him for super coach. He looks good. He's a grub, though. He's such he's a know, but I like him as a grub. <laughs> Me too. It's a bit like Jazz Tabunga. You're like, I hate when you play my team, but when you play every other team, I love the way you just give it to the opposition. Um, to get Munster, I need to sell Val Holmes. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, the Cowboys have been... They started the preseason as this team that everyone has to get on because they're going to absolutely kill it at the start of the year. It hasn't unfolded, but Val Holmes is still going okay. He isn't going as well as we want, but he's still going okay. Would you sell him? I've considered it. I can't, can't lie about that. But 67 on the weekend without doing that much, I think um, he's a hold. He's averaging 60 with one try assist. <laughs> he has one try assist, no tries in three games. Yeah. He's averaging 60. It's like, it's going to be okay you assume the Cowboys are going to stop being so bad. 
um, I think the points will come. Yep, I agree with that as well. Let's move on. Yep, I agree with that as well. Let's move on to the holds. I'm a bit miffed on why people, but he is on the end of what is historically one of the best backlines in the competition. Surely he gets a try or two soon, and he's cheap as chips. It just takes one or two tries, and he's up at 400k like that. He's going to be much happier with Cameron Munsterback. Ball's going to go out his way, and it's going to get out to him a little bit more. Um, you know, I, th I think... Realistically, he needs Munster or Hughes to go down long-term to be a supercoach purchase, but definitely a guy to keep an eye on. There is a chance that Meany goes to the wing if Warbrick has another yeah. shocker yeah. Um, and Munster plays fullback. Yeah. I think he played well enough for them to consider that. Let's hope so. Moving on to the cells, we've got Tanner Boyd. We bought him in at the start of the year as a moneymaker. He's actually dropped cash. He's dropped 9K. He wasn't terrible last week, though. Mm. I mean, he scored, what, 47? 30 of them off the boot, which was... Yeah. <laughs> that's the worry. Yeah. yeah, he's still not running the ball. <laughs> um, I, like, I suppose you could sell him if you if he was at hooker and you were getting to um, uh, Harry Grant. Yeah, sure, do that. But equally, you could wait if he's in your halves. You know, Wakeham might be worth the downgrade soon. Yep. And finally, Christian Welsh. I'm looking at selling him this week. Again, we got him in as one of these mid-rangers who'd make a bit of cash, who could even become a keeper at some stage. Hasn't worked out like that. I know we can't read into that game on the weekend against the Titans because it was sweltering conditions. The minutes were all random, but I was hoping for a lot more from Welsh, to be honest. So uh, he only made me 2K, so he's out this week. Gornski. Apart from the first game, um, hasn't been impressive, has it? So um, there's a lot of options in front row this year, so I'd be moving on. He's an old man and he's a big man. Like you've got to wait till it's cold for him to play well. I, I think I, I, I'm I'm in the give Welch more time. Okay. Let's get some questions, guys. What's your take on Dewey? Oh, we've gone through Dewey. We won't go with that. What about Tom Starling last week? In for Wade Egan. Um, he's he's on been bench benched, though. hasn't yeah, he? But exactly. I still think he probably plays sixty minutes from the bench. Zach Ish. Wolford start, started, so yeah. Yeah. they had that rotation last year. Yeah, I, I only see maybe 55, 60 points. I don't see it worth a trade. Um, I have Naden, Naden in my team. Does he keep improving? Bit of a, a nod from you there? Yeah, I, I thought he was a good buy. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a get. Uh, this a is for you, Rob. This is uh. from Michael Motherwell. Short thoughts on SJ? He's, he's kind of turned back the clock a bit this year. It's I, a matter of time before his groin caves in. And yeah, the time to get him was last but, week yeah. when the BE was really low. And he didn't go maybe as well as people were hoping, but um, he, he's looking all right. I think last week was his time, though. I think you've kind of missed that cash boat. Yes, Joe? We should have looked into that pre-season photo and just, oh, just gone ripped. with it, just yes. gone with yeah. it. Yeah. Pre-season <laughs> photos always tell the story. Come on, oh, just like Josh Hodgson. Moving on to Josh Hodgson's team. The <laughs> we're going to run through each of the... We're just going to pick a player from each of these games. Um, the guy I had circled here was Dylan Brown. I think he is going really well in a team that's... They're playing okay. They've just had some pretty tough opposition. They're not getting wins. So I think Dylan Brown will be a pod this year and he's a definite option to bring in for Adam Dewey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyone well, else standing out here for you except for Cade? Is it the team or the game? The, what do you mean by that? Well, do we Penrith just can, can we name a Panther or are we going, yeah, are we go going to restrict Yeah, go Panther right. as well. Right. Luke Garner's the guy I was going to bring up from the Panthers. Mm. Really? Um, because <laughs> a shocking first game and then came back in the second game and went pretty well. Well, it's because Coach called him out. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then so this is the this is the week to get him before he goes up. It's not going to be a massive price rise, but um, certainly you'd be holding if you owned him. Well, there was a guy asking about Egan Butcher before. Maybe yeah. uh, it's a downgrade, which is nice, and he's on the way up. Hopefully, the week up did him well. Yeah, I suppose the one I'm watching is Sonny Luke. I want to see mm. something there. I could downgrade. Um, um, what's his name? Um, Tannerboyd to yeah. to him. I've got him up at hooker at the moment. And Cleary. Oh, and Cleary's going to be my vice captain. He, he, he has some tough. He's had tough games against the Eels, but like if the Panthers must come out of this game absolutely red hot. They've, mm-hmm. they've got to. Um, for me, Tyrell Sloan in. Who's standing out for you or not at the Storm? Nick Meany for me. I started yeah. with him, but um, they've got a nice draw the next two weeks, but he'll be someone I'll be looking at selling. I'm hoping for a big two weeks from him. Hearing whispers that perhaps is out longer than we thought it might be. Mm. Um, okay. So that could be good for Meany. Mm-hmm. It was already that he was out for longer than we thought, and then there's going to be more on top of that. Could that be. What, yeah. yeah. Um, Munster for mine. I can't believe Jerome Hughes is challenging what was the most blatant shoulder charge I've seen since Sonny Bill was monstering. I mean, he didn't hurt him, but there was no attempt to wrap an arm. He clearly shoulder charged. So Munster's going to run this team. Bellyache is sort of ripped there um, behind after what was a pretty crap game against the Titans, and I think Munster scores 168. Lots of supercoach actions at the Tigers. Um, Adam Dewey, we've spoken about Brandon Wakeham as well. But Stefano Utakamano is just chugging along nicely. He made 60k, predicted to make another 50k this week. So one guy who will be in my team for another three or four weeks and then hopefully becomes a keeper or a downgrade to a cheapie. Anyone at the Tigers tickle your fancy other than the Wakeham and Dewey? Twelve. He's going to score a yeah. try this year. It's, look, it's, <laughs> this look, year. it's looking yeah. like it. Uh, Appy Chorus out of dummy half. He's just feeding it to his forwards a lot. So it's going to happen. John Bateman, yeah. widest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> With him, and he banged out 50-odd points, 100K price rise pretty much. So I am currently regretting not having the hammer. Uh, I think the hammer this week is a sit anyway. Uh, the Broncos' defence has been good to start the year. So, um, it's the only thing that hurts you as yeah. far as cash generation. You could get him this week, but it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. And you're not sure he'll keep that role once they get a couple of other guys back. That's my, my slight yeah. knock on him, but I 100% think he's a great get for the money. Tom Gilbert's mine. I, you know, He's Tohu light for me. Um, does lots and lots of work in the middle. Runs it maybe a little bit better than Tohu, but hasn't quite got the, the engine. I think I'll be getting him this week. Moving on to the Broncos, it's all about Reese Walsh there, but one guy who really stood out for me on the weekend was Katoni Staggs. 90-odd points. It was the best game we've seen from him for a while. Didn't, um, didn't have the greatest season last year, and it was revealed later on that he, he had a shoulder reconstruction at the end of the year, and he was carrying that for most of the year. Looks like he's recovered from that. The injuries are looking good. He's involved, which is often an issue with Stags. So it could be a little bit of a pod later in the year. My worry is he had a blinder and only scored 93. Yeah. Um, I like Herbie Farnworth. Scored 50 on the weekend with doing nothing and started the season good. He's a bit more expensive, though. So at the price point, Katoni Stags, he's looking better. I'll pass on Broncos. Don't like him. (laughs) Fair enough. Payne Haas, obviously popular this week as well. Cowboys v the Titans. Um, look, I'm not really liking that much in that Cowboys team, to be honest. So I'll, I'll hand to you. 
Uh, Reese Robson is one maybe that you could go to if you have a... He doesn't get selected himself, but yeah, apart from that, like Nana, Nano, um, he's been underwhelming. He does. That's what Nanai does, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't make a lot of runs. He doesn't make a lot of tackles. If he's not scoring those tries, it's yeah. you know, where are the points coming from. Val Holmes is going well. Um, surely they'll pull themselves together, especially with Drinky back, which is what next week, yeah. week after. Well, he got three weeks, I think. In yeah, I think he did. Yeah. It's Taylor, but um, it's the Titans. They've got to score lots of points. Yeah. Um, so going down that, I was just making sure Pity Hiku wasn't named. Um, that's the side that Pity Hiku usually depends on. So. Yeah. Um, I think I'll be playing Cam Pereira. Yep, good call. I'm hoping he does his hamstrings. So <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't want a young kid to hurt himself. But geez, um, he's quick. I don't know if you knew this. He's quite yeah, fast. He's, yeah, yeah. It's been mentioned a couple yep. of times. Rabbitohs v the Sea Eagles. The guy who Michael Cheekham, you mentioned him before, dropped back to the bench even with Jacob. So Jacob Host comes in to start. Cheekham was actually on my radar as a cheapie last week. He's got that dual position flexibility. But it's a big blow with him back on the bench. Yeah, the the one that stands out for me is Kalama Tungi. Um, oh. Absolutely outstanding. Yeah, you, you look for a guy that's got good base, and Kalama Tungi's a 45, 50 base guy, and then can fill other parts of the stat sheet, and he does that with a tackle bus, offload, try assists. Um, I've already got Cameron Murray, though, so I can't see myself having two premium South Sydney second rows. Cameron Murray's been going off for 15 minutes and Colin Matangi's been playing in the middle, so his base has been boosted up just a little bit compared to last year. I think he's the better second rower supercoach option at the Rabbitohs over Cameron Murray at this stage. Yep, yep, fair enough. Moving on to the Sea Eagles, Tommy Turbo's really popular. Ruben Garrick, we all want to get on. Um, a locker. He's not... He's not um, Colin Matangi. He's not a heavy work rate guy. Yeah. Back into that team... But I do want to point out Tohu Harris. I bought him in last week. He is just solid as a rock. You can't go wrong with him. It's not like it's urgent to bring him in at any stage, but you certainly want him for the buy period. He's playing 80 minutes, and he had a quiet... Raz is like, I'll take two on this one. You know? <laughs> um, but I also think there's like a ceiling to his price, and I think he's close to past it, which is why I'm like, I'll, I'll use him to generate 200k profit, and then I'll spin that back into getting Garrick and, Tur- and Teddy as my you know, fullback. Teddy Turbo Garrick on the wing. Yeah, that's my plan. I think Kyle Flanagan's an option this week. Oh, yes. 408,000, goal kicking again. Yep, yep, yep. So all the chat around the office today was that he's retaining that goal kicking. Um, where does that leave Matt Burton? We had a good game on the weekend, but... Is he, is he Cameron Munster good yet? No, probably no, not. No. He's not quite Dylan Brown good either. So that leaves him behind those two in the 5-8 yep. pecking order. Knights for the Raiders, Lachlan Miller. If he was at a good team, I would just be all over him. And, oh, and you, you own him? Did yeah, you I own him. him. Yeah. I nearly sold him. I had Kraz in my side. And at 5.54 on Friday, I reversed the trade because Newcastle just looked very focused. It didn't work out in the end for Newcastle, but Lachlan Miller did well. Yeah, yep. And the thing that I like is that his base is pretty much always good, but the base wasn't that good on the weekend, mm. and but he managed to fill all the other stats um, as well. At the, oh, can I just give a shout out to yeah. Greg Mazu? Yes. He's back. Uh, we all want to see how he goes. 
Really glad the Roosters have forked out a lot of cash for Dom Young, who will now be playing New South Wales Cup and won't get injured down there. So that's good. <laughs> Mate, he'll probably be at the Roosters in, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we don't need him. Jackson Paulo's going great. Jackson Paulo is doing really well. Yeah. At the Raiders, Pasami Solo is relatively popular as a cheapie, but he's back to the bench now with Josh Papali back into that team. So he'll need to be sold pretty soon. Um, anything else standing out here, guys? Well, we mentioned Tarpanay. I quite like the look at Tarpanay. And prices, he came down just a little after a slowish start, but I, I expect it's going to start pushing up. And finally, Dragons, we the Sharks. Tyrell Sloan, popular this week. Ben Murdoch Masilla is a guy who a lot of people were on during the pre... Yeah, I got him. You've got him? Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, I got him. You've got him? Yeah, so that's why it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the Sharkies. Teague Wilton's chugging along well. Mm-hmm. Will Kennedy is um, uh, surprising a few as well. Yeah, um, Wilton's one I've had a bit of a look at. I didn't start with him, but I, I can't go the money. Um, there's nothing I want there until Nico's back, and then I will have all my wants for Nico. Sorry, Reese Walsh and your beautiful eyes. A couple of questions. Liam Howe's asking, Greg Mars, you as a straight C. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even do that to Tommy's team. That's good. Welch, uh, Brad's asking Welch to Ben Murdoch Masilla. I wouldn't oh. be going with that. Um, is Carraz a keeper? Are you going to keep him for the whole year? You could. I think you could. He does so much work. But I, I'm just going to take the cash profit. Right. Well, that is it for the team's podcast. Round four. Big thanks to Brandon Savage of the Supercoach Experience and a massive thanks to Rob as well. We'll catch you for the Game Day <laughs> podcast. 4 p.m. Uh, no, 11 a.m. on Thursday. We'll see you then. I'm coming at four. <laughs> catch you guys.